Welcome to the Gathering Church, a place of grace. Here's a clip from last Sunday's message, Game Changers for Christ. Just to look at the friends for a second. You can't stop away, but let's talk about it for a second. The friends. It's important to know to have friends who you can go to who are like-minded and who have faith. Because when you are paralyzed, not physically probably, right? But you're in a state where you feel like you can't move. It is the friends who are going to lift you up. You see, it was the friends who lift you up on the mat to take him to Jesus. Now, if the friends didn't believe that Jesus could heal him, then I don't know if they would take him to see Jesus. You see, you have friends who believe in Jesus. I'm not saying you can't have friends who are not saved, right? right, right. You need to have friends in your circle who believe because the day will come when you are paralyzed in one area. And you're going to need some friend to say, these are the pictures I took for a moment. But he's working for you. I don't see the job. You've got to have friends who will encourage you, who will lift you up, who will take you up when you're down and say, hey, you've got to believe again. You've got to believe that Jesus can change the situation. You've got to believe that if you take me before him, if you go before him, he will change the situation. But you cannot do it alone. Because I can guarantee you in this life, in this Christian world, the day will come when you will feel as if you can't do it. And it's going to be the community that you have who is going to lift you up. Yes. Amen? Amen. But it's important to have those friends. So, activate your faith. First one is what? Self-examination. Second is reality check. Third is the activated felt, just your, your faith, and you need help. The fourth one that I want to talk to you about, my soon close, is you have to ignore the crowd. You have to ignore the crowd. You see, there are no guarantees that in this life, you will always have awkward advantage. For you don't understand sports, right? When you have awkward advantage, your supporters are there cheering you on all the time. All the time they are cheering you on constantly. But we don't have awkward advantage. The team supporters, the opponent supporters, their only focus and their only goal is to distract you and do everything possible so that you can't win. So, when you don't have awkward advantage, you have to ignore the crowd. You see, Oftentimes, a distraction is an obstacle that is there to prevent you from achieving your purpose and your mission. The crown 
is to prevent you from achieving your purpose and your mission. You see, one man paralyzed man, his friends got to the house where Jesus was staying. The crowd, the Bible says the crowd was a large crowd. And they could not get through the crowd. And I can just imagine people there were saying, Hey dude, we'll be here all day and we can't get up there. So guess what? It's better to go home. Hey, listen, this guy is on a map. There is no way to get to the crowd. People are going to trample you. Don't go anywhere. Go home. If those guys had taken their mind, I mean, if, they, if those guys had listened to the crowd, that guy would not be healed. That guy would not be healed. You also have to be careful of who is in the crowd. The scripture says in the crowd, there were the Pharisees, and they were there for a different reason. They were there to trip him up. Not everybody in the crowd is going to be for you. You gotta know that. Thank you. You always have people in the crowd with ulterior motives. They're here, but they're not really here for you. Come on. They're here when they want to see you and your wife break up. Come on, come on, come on. They really want to see you again broke for the rest of your life. Come on, come on, come on. They really don't like to see you prospering and the Lord blessing you because then they start to look at themselves and they're like, what about me? So you gotta be careful who's in the crowd and don't be swayed by the crowd because the crowd will leave you for your mission. The crowd will take you away from the goals that the Lord has placed in your heart. Yes. The people paralyzed money that listen to the crowd and they didn't press through the crowd. Then there was no way that that man could get touched by God. Hey. Yes. As a church, we have to ignore the crowd. Jesus. We have to press through yes. to accomplish our mission. Our mission and our goal as a church, that's the focus. Yes, 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 yes. Not whether the building is gonna come, no? Come on, come on, come on. Come on, come on. Come on. Step on it, come on. Not that it's 15 or 20 of us, and we can't do much. Come on, come on. But what can we do? Come on. With 15 and 20. Jesus. Jesus and 12? You better preach. So what can we do? It's not what we don't have, it's what we have. Come on. Hey. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus. 
Yes. 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 Is what we have, believers. Yes. What do you have in your hands? Intellect. We have, we have people who can sing. We have people who can dance. We have musicians. But why do we always say there is a reason why we catch? Jesus. We have to get to the point where we say we have twenty, but we we are going to move mountains with the twenty. Come on. Come on. And does it start with pastor? It start with you. Come on. Come on. It's a recognition. That I don't have to wait until I have much to do anything. Come on. But I can do with what I have to the best of my ability until we have more help. Yes. Yes. Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes. Yes. So we go the crowd. We're going to be game changers for Christ. Game changers who are going to move mountains for Him. We're going to build the kingdom of God for Him. We have to resist the crowd. Resist what the crowd is saying. Resist distractions of the crowd. And stay focused on our goal. Stay focused on our goal. Keep pressing towards our goal. The Apostle Paul says in Philippians 3.14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Keep our eyes on the, on the goal. If we're going to be game changers, if you want to see game changing things take place in your life, keep your mind on the goal. Don't be swayed. To the left or to the right. But keep pressing towards your goal. The fifth and probably the last game changing tactic. Is there many saying there doing, you know what? I examine myself all the time and I know the sins that so easily beset me. I don't really check. I look at the state that I'm in all the time, and, you know, I am going to myself, I don't live in a fantasy land. And you might be saying, you know what? Faith? Oh yeah, I have faith. And I don't really have, don't have faith. I really have active faith. I, I, I'm, I'm stepping in faith as the Lord leads me. And you know what? I really don't get, I don't really get swayed by the crop. I'm a steady guy, I, you know, I keep my mind focused. The last thing that you need to have a game-changing experience is to get in front of Jesus. You see, there was no change in the paralyzed man condition until he got in front of Jesus. He had the faith to get there, yes. But the only change, the only time change takes place is when you get before Jesus. When you get before him face to face. You see that man had a chance to see him face to face. But we have to get face to face on our knees and pray. 
his eyes will get that. It's nowhere else. You have to get before him on your knees in prayer. Yes. There is just no other way. Yes, there will only be change in our lives when we get face to face with Jesus. That's when change takes place. That's when there's a shift in our current condition or situation. If you want to see shift or change in condition, whatever it is, get before God in prayer. Get before Jesus face to face. And then that's where you're going to see transformation. Yes. If we're going to do what we plan to do one over the next couple of months, as a church, we have to. But more importantly, as individuals, we have to. Because only Jesus can change our heart and reactivate that desire that needs to see the kingdom built. Only He can activate that desire and that need to see His kingdom come on earth. Only He can activate that desire to see souls saved. No one else can. You can psych it up. People can lay hands on you when you pass already. You have to pray and just develop that hunger and that thirst and that love and that yearning to see the Lord's kingdom expanded. Just take the Lord take us back. It, you know, I went through this thing over the last couple of weeks where I felt as if the Lord was taking me back to getting back that passion. Come on, come on. That passion just to see somebody say, when was the last time you saw so you led someone to Christ? Honestly, if you should think about it, when was the last time you got someone you say, This is do you know Jesus? They said no. And you can say to them, you know, this Jesus guy will turn your life upside down, he will give you peace, he will give you joy, he will give you happiness, he will bring peace to your marriage, he will bring healing to your finances. And they say, you know what? I want to experience that joy. And I want to accept Christ. And you let them in a sinner's prayer. When was the last time? Jesus. I know for me it's a long time. We have taken our eyes off the ball. And church has become more a place where we go and we just get comfortable. But we've forgotten the mission, Jesus. the great commission to go and preach the gospel. Jesus. People are dying in Hackensack, in sin, and we are comfortable being saved and sanctified alone. Jesus, we are comfortable speaking in tongues and prophesying. Alone, Jesus. and to search for, for, for giftings for ourselves so that we can say, I am this and I ought. What about the Great Commission? Come on. If we are going to have game changing experiences, let's go back to the cross. Mm. That's where the action is, that's 
here, he cannot get to school again and kind of clean us up and realize that, hey, we're not that, you know, you're really not that as you think you are. I've made you into who you are. And you think, you know what? When you get there, you realize that he has so much more in store for you. He has so much more in store for you. The last thing I want to say is that when this man was healed, he gave a praise. He gave a praise to, to God for his healing. And the crowd was amazed and they gave a praise as well. It's important, it's important for us to always give praise to God for what He has done for us. He has done a lot in my life, and I'm sure in your life. So let's continue to live a life of praise, just always giving thanks for what He has done for us. Because He has done great things in this church, in our lives, and I'm sure He will continue to do it. And I hope we don't get this message as a, a condemnatory message. But it should be a message for us to, 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 to spur us into action. To do more, just to do more. Just stop, just stop. Just stop and just do more. Amen. So I hope this week we will all have game-changing lives. But I don't, I don't know if there's anyone here who feels like, you know what? I am saved, yes, but I don't feel like I have been a game-changer. I just don't feel that way. If, if that's you, um, and you understand, the people rise in our situation, the people rise in this church, Lord Jesus, so that we can do, so that we can do what we need to do, Lord. Yes, yes. Father, as we come before the Lord, we just thank you for this time of sharing, Lord Jesus. Father, as we stand before the Lord, we know, Lord, that we are very lacking. We have taken our eyes off the ball, Lord Jesus, and we have forgotten about the Great Commission. Sometimes, Lord Jesus, Father, we yearn for those game-changing Tactics, Lord, in our lives. We want to do our examination, Lord. We want to do our reality checks, Lord Jesus. We want to have active faith, Lord God. We want to get the help that we need, but we need it, Lord Jesus, by the friends that we associate with, Lord God. Father, we want to ignore the crowd that's in our lives. So this junction is open, Lord. For we pray that you weed them out in the name of Jesus. We weed them out, Lord God. Weed them out, Lord Jesus. Take this case from our eyes, Lord God, so that we can see 
Lord Jesus. Keep our eyes on you, Lord Jesus. Help us to get face to face with you, Jesus. All the time, let's get face to face so that we can be transformed, reformed, Lord Jesus. Do your service, Lord God. Father, we just pray that continue to cover us, Lord God. Continue to work in us and work through us as individuals and as a church, Lord Jesus. So that we can be inspired and activated, Lord God, to do your will. To do your will, Lord God. To do your will. To see lives changed, to see lives saved, Lord God, all for the kingdom of God. Father, we just thank you for this time. We bless you and adore you and we magnify you. And more importantly, Lord, we give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Let's give him a praise.